are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for The Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience experience package visit onlocationexp.com slash sb56 for more information or search super bowl on location we are live on youtube it is our happy hour friday we are here doing the damn thing i have my my this is the can people see this I have the My Coach is Hotter Than Your Coach shirt on. Thank you, Jacob Wessendorf, who sent that to me after I publicly shamed him on this podcast. Peer pressure works. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Uh, The Packers and the Ravens are getting set to square off this weekend amid chaos. Absolute chaos around the NFL related to COVID. And there have been rescheduled games. We're going to talk about the Packers-Browns thing in a little bit because the Browns being moved from Saturday to Monday has direct implications for that game next week on Christmas, which was supposed to be a Saturday game and I believe will continue to be a Saturday game. Let's start, though, with Packers-Ravens. The Packers come in, no surprises on the injury report, Uh, nothing that I think is going to materially impact the outcome of this game for Green Bay. Jair Alexander practiced all week. David Bakhtiari practiced all week. David Bakhtiari got an injury designation for this game. He's out. And the, the group of players we thought would be available for Green Bay is going to be available for Green Bay. So again, no surprises on this one. The more important one is what's going on in Baltimore because Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh said today, is a game time decision. But guess who doesn't buy that? The odds makers. Seven points, six and a half points. I've even seen it seven and a half for Green Bay on the road against the Ravens. The only explanation for that is Tyler Huntley is going to be the quarterback for the Ravens. That seems like the most likely scenario at this point in time. And by the way, if you listened yesterday, you are prepped for that because Kevin Ostriker from Locked on Ravens said he did not expect Lamar Jackson to go. Remember, he was carted off the field. He was seen in a boot after the game. And while... It is, in fact, the case that it was not a high ankle sprain. Low ankle sprains can still really suck. As someone who has had many, many low ankle sprains in his life, it sucks. It really sucks. So even if you get Lamar Jackson, you are getting 60, 70 percent of peak Lamar Jackson. The run game that they're going to be able to put together is going to be impacted in a profound way and for the Packers uh, that's that's an important thing for this run defense 
to not have to face Lamar Jackson, I mean, this is this is axiomatic, right? We we know what those differences are. Not facing a former league MVP has its benefits, right? But it's not just the Lamar Jackson injury. Obviously, that is enormous. The drop off from from Hunley to uh, or to Hunley from Lamar Jackson apparently is worth about five points. I think I think it's worth more than that. Frankly, I think it's more like six or seven. If Green Bay was a two point favorite, they were a two two and a half point favorite before the injury. I think I think you're looking at eight nine post injury. That that seems like a fairer line to me because I think Green Bay was a solid three four points on a neutral field better than um, this this Ravens team, and I think I think it's a touchdown. I think it's an easy touchdown difference. Despite the fact that Hunley has played like solid football, Lamar Jackson is just so unique in what he can do. He brings so much um, chaos because of how you have to prepare differently for Lamar Jackson. If he can't play in this game, Green Bay should, I don't want to say coast, but they should win and win handily. And for Green Bay, that's what you want. No doubt. That's what you want. And what's up, Jacob Westendorf, in the comments? I told you I, I had the, the T-shirt on. I do. So I, I, I uh, appreciate it. Everyone should go get the shirt, by the way. I'll drop the link on the Lockdown Packers Twitter if you want the, the, the shirt that Aaron Rodgers was rocking a week ago, by the way. This is also for Baltimore about the defensive players that they're missing. Calais Campbell listed as doubtful for this game. And hey, look, uh, your best defensive lineman, the, the best pure pass rusher on the team, you miss that guy in addition to all of the issues that they have uh, in the secondary? I mean, at a certain point, it you reach the point of no return. This is, this is a concept that I think um, is important to remember in the NFL. You can have a very talented team. You can have a very talented coach, a very talented quarterback. But at a certain point, injuries just become insurmountable. And are we there with Baltimore? If if Lamar Jackson and Clayus Campbell can't play, like this is a this is a, a Big Ten team. Like it, they just don't have the bodies out there to stop a team that's supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. So. I know that there are going to be superstitious fans out there that say, hey, don't drink, don't, don't jinx it. This is a good Baltimore team, all that stuff. I get it. Here's what I'll say instead. If the Packers are truly Super Bowl contenders and Lamar Jackson doesn't play and Calais Campbell doesn't play and you get Tyler Huntley throwing to Hollywood Brown and Rashad Bateman and Sammy Watkins behind a patchwork offensive line without Ronnie Stanley, without J.K. Dobbins and... You've got a defense without Marcus Humphrey and or, or Marcus Peters without Marlon Humphrey and Campbell. You should win by 10. You should win by 14, even on the road, even in a tough place to play. The Packers are eight, nine, 10 points better than a Lamar Jacksonless Baltimore team. If you are a Super Bowl contender, you go and you stomp a team playing its backup quarterback and without essentially every impactful defensive starter that they have. They should score 30 on this team. And they should not, if you give up 30 to a backup quarterback, that's embarrassing. 
That's embarrassing. That cannot be how this goes down if those are the two teams that come to Baltimore and play at that stadium. I understand the fans are loud. It's going to be a fun atmosphere, but come on. That just, it just can't go down like that. It just can't. And so if you're Green Bay, this is, this is without even factoring in David Bakhtiari, Jair Alexander, who are not going to play this week, but could play next week. Uh, then you, you are good enough to beat this team and beat them convincingly without these guys who, you know, look, they've been winning games all year without these guys. Baltimore, they have reached a, a point that Green Bay has not with these injuries. And I do think it's worth saying, Green Bay has consistently found ways to weather the injuries. The Ravens, over the last month, have just not been a very good football team. And I tweeted this out earlier in the week. If you look at DVOA, you look at EPA, all that stuff. All the stats say, except for record, this is why you are not what your record says you are. All of the stats say, this is a really good team against a mediocre team. Against a middle-of-the-pack team. Okay? If you're a really good team, you beat the middle-of-the-pack team on the road. Irrespective of what the injury situation is. And you have a better injury situation than they do. If you're for real, you go out and you win this game 34-24. That's it. That's it. And, and honestly, that's what I expect Green Bay to do. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at On Location. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium is less than 100 days away. And On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. The only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. Packer fans, look, I'm not going to say you can start making your Super Bowl accommodations now, but you could start making your Super Bowl accommodations now. Not that I'm guaranteeing Green Bay is going to go there, but these kinds of packages, they're, they're, they're not around forever. And if you wait until mid-January, late January to book them, you, you might well be out of luck. On location, exp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. I just stocked up for Built Bar with, with the, or for the holiday season with Built Bar because I've got two sets of family coming. And so not only am I going to need things during the day to, to get my energy levels up, to keep me satiated, but also, I've been saying this for weeks now, they're getting stocking stuffers that are that are built bars. Every this is happening. This is a thing that's happening. And I bought some specifically for that. They have small bars that you can buy that are you get a sample pack and you can get like 20 or 40 in there. It is a great way to just have I just sometimes I just want a little, I just want three bites. Three bites. And it's not just three bites of anything. It's three bites of something completely delicious. They have a group of marshmallow-centric flavors. Oh, my goodness. And before you freak out, if you're unfamiliar with Bilt Bar, 
low in sugar, low in calories, low in net carbs, but high in protein, high in fiber, and taste delicious. Unbelievable, these things. And I can't wait. There are some new flavors that I'm trying out. I cannot wait to taste them. The white chocolate cheesecake is supposed to be just out of this world. There's a coconut marshmallow that I, I have on order that I cannot wait to try. So many good options for you. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKS15. I know I did. To get 15% off your order, that's built.com with the promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off your order. So the Packers, they, they play the Ravens this week, right? So I don't I don't want to get ahead of myself and say, okay, they're going to win this game, whatever. I, that's not what we're doing here. But because of the breaking news, I, I want to address next week because Cleveland was supposed to play on Saturday. They were going to get an extra day of rest. At this point in the season, those extra days of rest are essential. And... They're not going to get it anymore because they have had an enormous COVID outbreak. Their game is now going to be on Monday. They're going to have to turn around and play Saturday on Christmas at Lambeau Field. Now, could they have to postpone that game? Maybe, but go back to last year when these postponements happened. Except in the case of an, you know, a, a crazy situation. Teams were forced to delay games and then play on their normal schedule. It wasn't like, okay, we're going to play on Tuesday and then play. Now you get to play again on the next Tuesday. No, you got to play on Sunday. And this is a league that, by the way, you have to play on Sunday and then go play on Thursday. So even, even this situation, which is suboptimal to be sure for Cleveland, play on Monday, you play on Saturday, that's still more time than you would normally get on a Thursday night game if you had to play Sunday, especially like a Sunday night Thursday. Now they don't, they try not to do that, they say. So Green Bay, let's say they go out and they beat Baltimore. Now you've got to play a Cleveland team that's probably going to be desperate, but they're coming off a dire situation with COVID. Who knows what the situation will be with their roster at that point in time. And you're already better than this team. Now you're you're adding in this extra element of like, hey, uh, we might not have any of our guys. And who knows? We don't we don't have you know good information at this point on how long these guys are going to be out. The NFL changed their protocols. Someone like Kenny Clark, in fact, uh is Supposed to be able to be back if he can test out. They change the rules so that, you know, if if you you get that one negative test, that's going to be enough if you're vaccinated and you can test negative the day of the game and be eligible to play. I think these rules are going to go even further. I think there's going to be a renegotiating, a reimagining of the rules here as we move forward because so many, I mean, we're talking about a league with 1,500, 1,600 players and a vaccination rate above 95%. It's pretty good. So even with some of the questions that we have about the variants and how people are going to be affected and, and is two shots really enough and the boosters and the NFL is looking into all of that. This team and this league is trying to figure out what to do next. Green Bay is in a good position because they have not had any of these issues yet, knock on wood. And... Some of their most important players have recently had 
COVID. So you assume there is some sort of immunity built in there. We don't know what that looks like. And that this is not epidemiology hour. But this Browns game could could become an even more advantageous game for Green Bay than it already would have been. And honestly, these are the two best teams probably that they play the rest of the way. But the, the Baltimore test, assuming Lamar Jackson played, would be the toughest one. You might say now that now that this game is going to get moved in Cleveland, that now the toughest test that they face is this Minnesota game, a common opponent, division opponent. They're going to be fighting for their playoff lives at that point. Now, maybe they're going to be out of it at that point, and who knows? And and Mike Zimmer will be future Packers defensive consultant. We'll see. For Green Bay, win these next two games, and and you end up in primo position to get that one seed coming in. I want to answer this question. I got this great question from Joe at work. I don't know if he was at work when he sent it, but that's his Twitter handle, Joe at work 87. He says, hey, Peter, what's happening? Question, I've been pondering for a while that very well may be obviously dumb. I don't think it's obviously dumb, by the way, Joe. We've all heard the best way to beat Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is to keep them off the field, run the ball, time of possession, etc. If this is accurate, couldn't it be argued that Joe Barry's defense is counterproductive? If Green Bay wants to get the ball in Rodgers' hands, wouldn't it be better to have a defense that gets off the field, even if it means giving up big plays? I ask as someone who loves what the defense is doing, more of a theoretical question. What's up, Joe? Thank you. The the idea of this question is great. I love it. It is such a fun idea because I think the intuition here from Joe is right. If what teams want to do is wear down your defense, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field and not let him get out there, then why are you playing a defense that forces teams to hold the ball and hold the ball and hold the ball? Gives up the underneath. Don't let you go over the top and force you to go 10, 12, 15 plays if you're going to score a touchdown. And the thought process there is the Packers offense is going to be more efficient than you. And and that part of it, I think, is totally sound. The other part that I think works in Joe's favor here is the Packers, this is not the 2011 offense, this is not the 2014 offense, where they have a bunch of drives where they're scoring in three plays or one play. Or four plays. And all of a sudden, the defense has to go back out there. That was a big problem in 2011. They'd score too quick. That offense was too good for that defense. They'd score too quickly. The defense would have to be back out there. And now, all of a sudden, you've got a situation where by the fourth quarter, your defense is gassed because the time of possession is like, you know, two to one. But the score is tied or you're up a touchdown because you just score so quick. There is, I think, some logic in saying, well, why not be a high-variance defense, create some chaos, try and create turnovers, and if a team is going to beat you, then great, now this offense comes back out onto the field and you have a chance to wear them down. This is pretty smart to me. Now, again, Joe is adding the caveat that what he thinks the defense is doing is really good. So in a vacuum, I think the best way for the Packers defense to play is to say, we're not going to give up big plays. We're going to make you go 10, 12, 15 plays precisely because you're not going to be able to. 
You're not going to be able to stay patient enough. You're going to have a mistake. You're going to have a drop. You're going to, we're going to get a TFL. You're going to have a sack. You're going to throw us the ball. One of those things is going to happen. And, and the way that Green Bay is rushing the passer, Justin Fields, 50% pressure rate, you know, Kirk Cousins is seeing a 40 plus, you know, uh, pressure rate. This, this pass rush is brutal for opposing offenses. I think what the Packers would say is, well, that's that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Is saying, look, if you're going to beat the defense, you have to do this thing. But because we don't think you can, we are going to say, you know, don't nothing over the top. Everything underneath. Green Bay has proven the last couple of weeks that the variance works for them. They're, whatever variance they're creating in that is that, okay, you might catch them a couple of times in a single high look. You might catch them in a man-free look. You might catch them in a zero blitz look. But they're going to catch you back. Russell Douglas is going to catch you back. Darnell Savage is going to catch you back. Rashawn Gary is going to sack fumble you back. And that is going to create an advantageous situation for Green Bay's defense. They've been creating turnovers. They've been creating negatives with the pressure and the pass rush and the sacks. And they've been stopping the run with with low body counts. So, again, I I think the Packers' response would be, well, we're kind of already doing that. The other side of this is, what happens in a game where you don't, get that offensive productivity. What happens in a game like against the Buccaneers where your offense can't move the ball as effectively? Now you have to change the way that you play. Also, Green Bay's offense is one of the slowest in the league. So I think what your goal is, is to say, we think our offense can be more efficient than your offense. And we think if you make us go 10, 12, 15 plays a drive, we can be more efficient than you if you have to go 10, 12, 15 plays a drive. And by the fourth quarter, when we've done that three, four, five times, you're going to be gassed. Our defense is going to give us rests. Is yours. And... Uh, what Green Bay has done is is they've been pretty effective at at forcing teams to punt. Now, three and outs, no. They haven't been as effective at, at that. And that was something that actually they were pretty good at last year and is one of those interesting things that that has has not been a part of this team because they're not designer blitzing. They're not, uh, you know, as aggressive trying to create negatives. It's just all, we think you're going to make a mistake. And I, and I think, by the way, I think that is a a good way of looking at defense in the modern age because the rules are all set up in favor of the offense. And that's fine. And so what you have to do is you have to play within the boundaries of the rules and give yourself the best opportunity um, to, to give your offense when you're playing defense, the best chance to succeed. When it comes to forcing three and outs, Green Bay is 21st in the league, according to Football Outsiders. Not great. Not not fully terrible, but not great by any means. And, 
you know, I think most of the good defense, by the way, Baltimore, because they create a bunch of negatives, Baltimore does this. So this is, you know, Joe, this is the ultimate sort of test of this because this week is that week. We create chaos. We're going to create five, six, seven man pressures. We're going to zero blitz you. And we think we can create enough negatives that we're going to force you to go three and out, give the ball back to our offense and we can be explosive or we can pound you. And the Packers are going, we don't care. We don't care if we make you go three and out. We just think you're not going to score. You're not going to score as efficiently as our offense is. And that's all that matters. I think, I think ultimately that's all that matters. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with props, odds, and lines like you've never seen them before. We've got a march toward the playoffs. We are getting down to the wire. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to get that bonus. Football, basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, and your favorite Las Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. Bet online where the game starts. All right, a couple questions from the chat. Uh, who has a big game with Kenny Clark on the shelf? I'm, I'm very excited to see big dog TJ Slayton. Um, as Aaron Alice would say, Slayton Sluts stand up. Uh, I think he he is someone who long-term is going to continue to be an important part of this defense. We'll take on the Tyler Lancaster role. Um, and, and Dean Lowry has had a nice season. So I'm excited to see TJ Slayton. I think also this is when you, you really try and use the athleticism of guys like Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary to your advantage against a mobile quarterback to try and figure out how you can hold that edge. Do not let them get outside. Do not break contain. This is a problem that Rashawn Gary has. It is still one of the few flaws in his game. He has become an absolutely terrific player, an outstanding, forceful, impactful, borderline star player this season. But the the outside contain is still an issue. He can crash a little too hard trying to make those plays. So this is a week where I want to see those guys step up, play disciplined, and, and give Green Bay a chance to stop this run game. So this is from Doug in the stream. In the event Green Bay slips up and loses one of the last four games, how do you feel about an NFC Championship game in Tampa? Brady at home, big weather change. We haven't seen an air attack as good as Tampa yet. So that's true. This is the best offense in football by PA, by TVOA, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But a worse Packers defense last year was a Tyler Johnson extra large t-shirt away from getting a stop in the fourth quarter to give the Packers the ball back with a chance to go win the game. Mike, Mike Patton in the second half blitzed the daylights out of Tom Brady. He turned the ball over a bunch. And all of a sudden, the you know the offense was able to manufacture some some points off of those drives. I think this defense is much better suited to play against that team, um, and I think that defense is not as good as the one that we saw last year. Even if Green Bay's offense is not quite as good either, I think I think it will be a much closer matchup. And I don't know that the road the road home thing matters that much in that situation. I think it matters more for these cold weather teams. I don't think going for you know if it's thirty and you go to Florida. And it's 75. I, I honestly don't think it's that big a deal for the team that's dealing with the heat because it's not hot. Like, I just I just don't think that's going to be that big a deal. Now, Doug adds the, the slow starts 
give him some trepidation, which by the way, great $5 word. I appreciate that usage. Um, and I get that, but I don't, I don't think that's going to be a problem for green Bay. I, I think come playoff time, when when these guys start to get healthy, I think I think they're going to be humming, and we're gonna I think we're going to start to see it this week. So I I, I like this game on Sunday. It's tough. Uh, I I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to play, and if Tyler Huntley plays, I think it's thirty one twenty, and that twenty that 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 last touchdown comes a little bit late. I think Huntley is a is a quality backup. But quality backup with substandard receivers and a, a banged up offensive line and, you know, your top running backs are out and then a mediocre defense. I think Baltimore is going to have to play in a way that they're just not comfortable playing. And that gives Green Bay a considerable advantage in this game. I think Green Bay gets to 30 again. I just don't see how this defense puts up much of a fight. And I, I think the Packers get a monster road win, the biggest of the rest of the season. And they stay atop the NFC playoff race. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers. <laughs>